Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, just me at the moment. Hopefully Tommy will be here a little bit later on. Um, yeah, super early this week. It's uh, December now, so Christmas shopping has to take focus. And uh, I'm going to have to do Christmas shopping now because it's December. So uh, that's what I'm doing this afternoon. So that's hence why we're early today. Uh, but yeah, good win. And we've got Norwich next. So we'll be talking about that as well. Uh, both games. Uh, the preview for Norwich, obviously. Hopefully this preview will be a bit better than the uh, Burnley one, which was a preview that didn't actually happen. Um, but yeah, in the chat, Eugene, uh, as usual. How you doing, Eugene? Thanks for watching. Uh, just a quick shout out as well to Bob Spur. Um, won't go into details, but had a really tough time of late. Uh, hope you're well, Bob. Uh, think of you, uh, and you know you know where I am if you need me. Um, yeah, so uh, let's get going. Uh, hopefully, Tommy will be here a little bit later on, as I said. Uh, but Brentford, I, I thought we looked good going forward again. Uh, Region looks superb. Son, uh, the goal that Son scored. Uh, he made that run about four or five times uh, during the game. Never found. One time he was found and one time someone looked up, ping in the back of the net. But I thought going forward, Vegion looks to have uh, completely taken on board everything that Conte is presumably saying to him. Literally everything. And he looked a threat right from the first minute. Uh, two two times in the first ten minutes, I think he got three past their... Um, Right back, whoever that was. Uh, forgive me, I can't remember who that was. Um, but yeah, two times he got past them. Uh, some good balls to him. If we had a playmaker, I keep banging, banging, banging on about this. If we had a playmaker, we'd be able to find him as soon as he makes the run. Then he'd have even more joy. But uh, going forward and then the engine to get back as well. The engine to get back. Superb from Vegion. And... and it looked to me, certainly in the first 10 minutes of that game, that Conte got them all fired up. There were so many times uh, towards the end with uh, Mourinho, certainly, and, and certainly under Nuno, that the, the players just didn't look like they cared. Didn't look like they cared at all and was just ambling around. And, and this was another London derby, and all the London derbies so far that we've played, we've lost. And we looked really abject in those. Looked like we couldn't care less and just trotting forward, not really doing anything at all. It's this one that we were getting to 50-50s and even to the end as well, Skip and Hoiberg hunting down the, the, the ball like their lives depended on it. And that obviously harries uh, the opposition into making mistakes and then when you've got space and players going forward, you look a lot more dangerous. And the, the second goal, Kane, we'll come on to Kane in a little bit, but I mean, going forward in terms of scoring goals, Something's not right there. Something's not right there. That one-on-one -on -one that he had, not you, you'd bet your house on him scoring that. Um, and it was a fairly poor finish in the end. But um, for the goal, come deep. Saw Reguilón's run, put it into his path, lovely. And then the goal comes from it, so he had a hand in that. Uh, uh, Tanganga right at the end. Poor touch from him there, but it was a brilliant touch from Kane to, to free him. A better touch from Tanganga, and he has a shot on goal as well. Uh, so Kane is is getting better and contributing like he was uh, uh, last season. So obviously not just not contributing into the uh, <laughs> things that you want Kane contributing in, which are the goals. Um, but he's still contributing. Which earlier this season he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't uh, assisting anything. He wasn't uh, you know any kind of threat going forward. So that's positive. That's positive. Uh, Conte did say he wants him in the middle of the box or he would want him in the middle of the box if he managed him when he was punditing uh, for Euro 2020. 
Uh, and obviously, <laughs> he, he wasn't in the box for, for those two things that I've just mentioned there. But, you know, it's more positive from Kane, I think. He just needs the finishing touch. I, I think uh, he's trying too hard. But like I said, we'll come on to Kane in a little bit. Um, in terms of Brentford, Tony is obviously their main guy. And I didn't really uh, notice him in the game, other than the shot he had right at the end, which, I mean, if Loris lets that in at that tight, tight angle, then you, you'd be pretty disappointed and pretty angry. Uh, but it was a good run from Tony and we didn't spot him. It's lucky that was right at the end of the game, towards the end of the game. If that was in the first 20 minutes, it'd be in his head that hmm, I've got something here, I can work with something here. Uh, so I thought we completely restricted them. Uh, first chance, first touch of the ball he got, Sanchez went career, careering into him, fouled him. I don't mind that at all. And we'll talk about Sanchez in a little bit as well. I don't, I don't mind that at all. But yeah, we restricted them to a lot of, I can't really remember too many chances other than that Tony one at the end. Uh, but yeah, Sanchez goes careering into him, shows him you're in for a game. The first touch of the ball, he gets back to goal. No real threat, really. But bang, in, you're in for a game. And I like that. I like that. that that's what Tang Anger did against uh, Grealish and Sterling. And, you know, he did it against Sterling and he didn't want any part of him. And then Grealish comes over and he did the same to Grealish and Grealish did nothing in the game. So I, I like that. And I think it was early enough in the game to avoid a yellow card. If that was a 40 minutes, half hour into the game, he's probably on a yellow card there. Or, or certainly you can do one more. You're on a yellow. Uh, but yeah, 10 minutes in, nine minutes in, whatever it was, I don't mind that at all. And uh, yeah, uh, Wayne Bonham in the chats. How you doing, Wayne? Uh, always, always on Spurs chats, always, uh, without fail. Uh, good performance, good second goal. Get Kane some confidence and we can push on. Absolutely. We'll be talking about Kane in a little bit because I think he's trying too hard. I think he desperately wants that goal and it, it's affecting his play. But yeah, good performance, I thought. And, and, you know, Brentford aren't mugs. They're, they're, they're not the worst team in the league by any stretch. And they've beaten, they're, they've had some really good results. You look where Arsenal are now, and they, they battered them. I know it was 2-0 first game of the season and Arsenal didn't turn up, but it's still the same Arsenal team and Arsenal squad that is, you know, fifth at the moment. And, yeah, I, I, I said at the start of the season, I think Brentford will do well at home, away from home. Eh, not so much, but... If you're a Brentford fan, it'd be interesting if there's any Brentford fans in the chat who, who can give me their opinion on this. I would have thought that Brentford's aim at the start of the season was to avoid, avoid relegation. So they wouldn't be thinking, oh, let's go away to City, you know, uh, any of the top teams who, who are likely to finish in the top six. And I think at the start of the season, we'd be one of those. Uh, I don't think they're thinking, go away to one of those, get three points. I think it's not damage limitation, but make sure you don't get battered, certainly when you go away to the Liverpools and the Cities and possibly the Chelsea's. But they would be thinking, don't get battered there, don't get your confidence shot to pieces. And then at home against anybody, we can beat anybody, which they've kind of proven. And then, you know, the six-pointers, the ones at the bottom, make sure that you win those. And I, I think, yeah, it's a good performance and... and yeah, no complaints about that. Uh, just bring Tommy on. How you doing, Tommy? Too bad, man. Not too bad. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How was your run? Uh, no, I went last night. That's why I didn't have to go. Oh, why? Yeah, I had a bit of an alcohol uh, 
lot of alcohol intake the other night, so I couldn't go, couldn't go yeah. yesterday morning, so I had to go yesterday night instead. But no, yeah. I'm doing well, I'm doing well, man, especially after last night's win. Okay, can I just, there's no echo, is there? There isn't a problem. No, I can't hear anything. No, my headphones messed up. That's what I was trying to work no. with. But I'm, no, to be honest, there's not that many people listening, so it won't make that much difference. Okay. All joking aside, anyone who is listening or watching the replay, thank you so much. Everyone in the chat, thank you so much. Please hit that like. Please hit that subscribe. We're on our way to 200 now. Um, Tommy, just quickly, Tommy Talks Ball. Anyone who doesn't know, uh, Tommy did a live stream yesterday. A live stream, we all do live streams. Uh, a live watch along yesterday. So catch that out if you don't. Uh, catch that if you don't. Obviously, it won't be a live watch along now. But if you, uh, I'm sure you can get the game on uh, uh, Amazon and then uh, see the alternate commentary, if you will, um, to the game. But yeah, uh, Tommy Talks Ball. If people don't know where that is, uh, where can they find it? Yeah, yeah, TTB Tommy Talks Ball, as you can see here. Um, yeah, my Twitter handle. If you follow my Twitter handle, if you haven't, um, that'd be great. And you can see my YouTube channel in there. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Chris. Well, tonight nice. I've got a preview. I'm trying to get a few guests together. Do you know what it is? I think everyone's got a cold. Everyone's dying. <laughs> got a cold. So it's difficult. It's difficult to find guests right now. Yeah. But I'll have well, something. I see, I'll have something yeah. up tonight at six. Uh, yeah. I seem to be getting a cold for a day. goes away. Two days later, I'll get it back again. But yeah, a lot going Same around. Man. Same. But, um, but yeah, uh, how, how are you feeling after yesterday? Because... Uh, We've already talked about this, but I, I thought we looked really good going forward. Epitomised by Reggie on Sun was making the run that he eventually scored from four four times, I think, before wasn't found. Kane coming deep, which obviously we don't want. We want Kane scoring, but he came deep, made it affected the game because it was him who kind of set Reggie on on his way for the um, second goal. And uh, yeah, I've, I've got a little picture here as well. Um, these are the stats. So after. How many games it was with zero shots on target? We've got over half of our shots in the game on target. Um, yeah, but bad. yeah, how, how, how do you feel about the game yesterday and, and in terms of us going forward? Because uh, my, my dad went to the game and he, he texted me saying a uh, poor opposition wasn't great performance. But I don't think Brentford are any mugs at all. I thought it was a good performance. And certainly when we're, we're kind of trying to find our way back, we're getting shots on goal. You've got to start somewhere and, and you know, more shots on target than the last game against Leeds. So, yeah, how, how do you, the, the morning after, as it were, how, how do you feel about the game so in, in terms of going forward? They're definitely, do you know what? They're definitely no mugs to start with, Brentford. They're certainly no mm. mugs. They've, they've, they've shown that they can, no, they should, they, they show that they can uh, handle the big boys. They can, uh, they can take on the big boys and beat them in some, mm. in, in, in some, in some cases. So, um, but you know what? Sometimes you make the opposition look worse than they are. And you know we don't. We got the job done. We got the job done last night. They're going to be tougher tests. There are going to be tougher, tougher tests down the line. But Conte's still starting out. He's getting to know his players. So um, the fact that, that we were on the front foot for a lot of the game, we had we had the eleven shots, six on target. It's like we're celebrating six shots on target now. Like it's uh, <laughs> like it's something unbelievable and and crazy. Like six shots on target. I, I suppose it's a lot um, from where we were. Like three. I mean, it's three games about a single shot on target. But um. No, the attacking looked really good. Kane carries on coming deep, um, which we don't want really. But no. um, as you talk about a lot, Chris, we've got no creative midfielder. We've got no creative mid midfielder, especially just behind the strikers and the wingers. So he's going to have to keep coming deep until we until we get that man, until we find that man. Hopefully we get that man in January. He, he was one of his poorer performances as well, Kane. Like recently, he's played yeah. really well too. But... um. Yeah, he, he, we need to find a way for him to be in the box more because he's just um, he's not yeah. conf he's not confident. He needs more chances. Yeah. 
Well, uh, we'll but no, on to the attack was good. The attack was very, very good. Reggie, yeah. man of the match for me. It was phenomenal on that left hand yeah. side. Yeah. We'll get on to Kane now. Uh, I, I think he's possibly trying too hard. That one on one that he had previous seasons, you don't even need to watch the TV. It's just, you know, it's a kickoff. It was a terrible finish. It was right into the goalkeeper's chest or arm or, or, or midriff or whatever you want to call it. Whereas normally he's very clinical with that kind of stuff. Do you think he's trying too hard? Do you think he's desperate for that goal and, and that's affecting his confidence and affecting his other play? Because some of his passing was quite wayward, whereas last season it was right on the money. Uh, he was obviously scoring freely last season as well, so that hasn't taken any effect on him. But uh, I think the criticism that he got, the whole Manchester City saga in the summer and then the whole, you know, fans, maybe not turning on him, but fans not quite bowing down, kissing his feet like they used to. And now not scoring. Do you think he's trying too hard, or do you just think he's because he's very polarizing at the moment, isn't he? Some say like me, trying too hard. Others say no, he's useless now. Get rid of him. Where where do you stand on the on the on the Kane situation at this moment in time? And do you think he will turn it around? I think he will. I've been saying it for a long, long time. I've been saying the floodgates will open. The floodgates will open, and they just don't seem to be. <laughs> obviously, he has got his first. He has got a single goal, and I thought maybe mm. things would change after that. But let's face it. We've had one of the worst managers, the worst appointments in in certainly in the Premier League era with Nuno. So they've all all the boys had to to get through that, and it's been it's been very very tricky for everyone. I mean, Son got his first go since Watford last night. People forget that people are having a go yeah. at Kane because of the because of the summer, and uh, he didn't handle it well. Let's face it, but um, it is it, it that has certainly taken effect, and that's that's probably hit his confidence. Uh, not winning a trophy once again with England. We, we saw his reaction um, with his wife and his eyes were glazed over. That's a, if you haven't won a trophy for, for seven years at Spurs and then you lose that in the final and you go back to Spurs, who've just finished seventh, and, you know, there's no real desire for us to win a title. You're going to be a little bit down for the first month, first six weeks. He's human at the end of the day. Mm. But... Um, do you know what? Recently, he's getting in the right positions. He really is. I've been when I dissect the games on a Monday, his runs have been really, really good. Him and Sterling get the same criticism um, because they don't do a great deal on the. Sometimes you don't see a great deal on the ball or even coming back to help the defense. If you watch Sterling and Kane off the ball and how perfectly timed their runs are, we saw it in the Euros with Sterling perfectly timed, and Kane does it as well. It's just. He's one second ahead of the defenders and he, and he time, times it so, so well. And I saw it a couple of times last night, but I didn't even see those runs last night. And he was he was shaky on the ball. Yeah, as you said, the passes weren't great. Uh, that, that chance he had against, um, I think it was Fernandez or something like that, played his first game for Brentford or, or a couple of, he's only a couple of games in backup keeper. But again, it was on his left foot. I don't want to keep making excuses, but it was on his left side. And we saw that against... I think it was against Villa or Newcastle. I think it was against Newcastle where he came clear. He was clear of his defender and he like hit it straight to the keeper again. Now, a, a fully confident Kane still would have scored that. And he would have scored the chance against Leeds. Do you remember the Leeds chance where Mesli, Mesli had done well to save it? Lucas mm. put him in. But a, a, a fit and firing Kane would have scored that. But I'll say it again. When he scores next, next goal, the floodgates will open because he's got a proper manager now. He's got, he's got yeah. a proper, proper manager now. 
Yeah, manager who understands that to get the best out of Kenya you have to attack teams. Nuno. Absolutely. I mean, Jose, you know, Jose was useless towards the end, but he got, you know, well, came top yeah. goal scorer and top assist maker. He will start yeah. scoring. He will start scoring. With, with Jose, it was defensive and it didn't fit the kind of Spurs, Spurs play at all. But what I would say about Jose is that it was defensive with the basis of Kane and Son are going to get our goals. So let's get them in the game. Whereas I would be surprised with Nuno if he forgot Kane and Son had been picked because he didn't even look like he wanted to get them in the game. But um, yesterday's chance, what I'd say about Kane is a confident Kane, I think, doesn't go with left foot. He opens his body up like Salah did for the first goal against um, Everton, opens his body up right foot into the corner. But I don't think he's confident at the moment. I think he's snatching at chances a little bit, which is which is strange because that Newcastle goal, he took brilliantly. Uh but then that's a good um, yeah yeah so it must have been the Villa game where he missed the yeah it was the Villa game yeah, yeah, the yeah. then the Newcastle game but yeah Newcastle he took he took brilliantly obviously Newcastle are awful so we had no choice but to attack because that Newcastle let us and then next game we're back to complete defensive nonsense again where Kane's not getting a sniff at goal I mean but you, you mentioned Sun hasn't scored for a little while neither's Kane but Sun doesn't get that much criticism do you, do you think that's because of the off the ball Sun's always running always chasing people down whereas Kane is, is a, not so much in the Messi kind of a level but Messi famously doesn't run if he doesn't need to and then when he does get the ball that's when he does stuff so do, well, do you think it's getting a lot of criticism for that yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's Kane just uh, being told, maybe by Jose, maybe, um, don't run if you don't have to? Uh, Barry in the chat, how you doing, Barry? Uh, yeah, do you, do you think it's that? And Sun is just constant energy and constant running, so it looks like he's trying, even though all he's doing is, is running about and trying to harry people, whereas Kane maybe gets criticism because he's not scoring and, and sometimes looks... I mean, we were on your stream yesterday and, and you know, it looked like he was just not doing anything because he was kind of walking, but maybe he's been told to do that. But that's what I want the best players to do. That's a, I really, you know, I really want him to, you know, if he's if he's scoring goals, it's acceptable. But this is the problem. He's, you know, he's not scoring goals. But you can't you can't make him change his role and make him even more defensive because then he's certainly not going to score goals. No. I think he's going for a rough patch. And you said it perfectly, snatching, snatching at chances. That's it. Yeah, as you say, he could have come inside and maybe finished that. And a, 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 a confident K may have done exactly that. So, yeah, he's definitely snatching the chances. And with Son, with so he's the face of Tottenham now. Because, you know, what came done in the summer, you know, put himself on the line, you know, really wanted the Man City move. So, uh, and he made it clear and obvious. So Son was always going to be the face of Spurs. Um, but he's still, he's been he's been poor. The last the last month or six weeks, Son has been poor. Um not just not scoring goals, really been not been involved in games. But we saw him back yesterday. He was he was really good. Uh and uh, and yeah, Kane, I don't really want to see him to, to do defensive duties. Not when you're the best striker, top, certainly top three strikers in the world. You shouldn't have to do that. And it it will it will be to the detriment of the team. We want it, we need to find a way of him being up there again. It's like he's he's been He's 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 the last two managers. He's just coming deep, coming deep, coming deep. With Conte, he's only been there a month. He still has only been there a month. So we have to take it. We have to we have to take it slow and trust in Conte and trust that he will get Kane um, firing again. Because one go, one go under Conte in the Premier League, I think he's I think he's back. I think he's back. I still think he'll get fifteen goals. 
come yeah. at the end of the season. I still reckon he'll get 15 goals. We've got you know very busy Christmas period. Defenses are going to be tired. Defenses are going to be frail. If he stays fit, if he gets the three or four goals over Christmas, which I'm sure he can, then uh, yeah, we'll see a new Kane. We'll see a new Kane in New Year. Yeah, I, I said just before you came on, like previously, Kane wasn't doing anything. He wasn't assisting anything. He wasn't doing anything going forward. But he he basically created not created, but he set the move off for that second goal, which is a lot more than he's done in in previous games. And then. Barring a bad touch from Tanganga, he would have set him up for a chance as well right at the death. Uh, so I think there's definite improvement there. We just obviously want to see that ball go in from Kane. And then I, I'm with you. I think goal goes in, confidence comes back. And uh, yeah. Uh, the, the key is I, a goal under the Conte. A goal under yeah. Conte. That's, a, that's different. I, I thought under Nuno, the floodgates will open. But uh, under Conte is a, is a different matter. He'll know how to get the best out of Kane, I'm sure he will. Yeah, I think so. Uh, just a message here from Bob. How you doing, Bob? Uh, big up, lads. Thanks for all the support. Well wishes during this difficult time. Uh, yeah, like I said at the start, and I'm sure I echo Tommy here, if you need anything, you know where we are. Um, 100%. Yeah, big big up, up, Bobby. Big love to Bob. Big up the yeah, Bobs. Hope, big up the Bobs. Hope you're doing well and everything's going okay and you're, you're doing well. But yeah, like I say, if you need anything, uh, let us know. Uh, from what from one attack to uh, uh, another, uh, I, I mentioned this before you came on as well. I thought we restricted Brentford to minimal chances. The only one I can really remember was um, Tony right at the end, which was a good run from him, which we didn't pick up. Which is lucky that was towards the end, not at the start, to give him some confidence that oh, I've got something on this defence here. Um, and Lobbies would have been very disappointed to um, um, concede that, but. Yeah, I mean, what do you make of Brentford and, and Tony in particular? Because he's obviously their danger man, but we'll get on to Sanchez in a bit in the defence. But I love the first nine minutes when Tony got the ball first, Sanchez goes careering into him, showing you in for a game. Exactly what Tanganga did to Sterling, who then didn't want any part of him, and Grealish went over and exactly the same as did to Grealish. I think it's early enough and, and subtle enough to not get a yellow card if it was half hour in, maybe. But yeah, and, and shows you're in for a game here. I mean, he obviously got turned a little bit there, uh, uh, Sanchez, afterwards, afterwards. but I think that was the only time he got the best of any of our defenders. But, um, yeah, um, I, I thought it was a brilliant performance from us all round. Going forward, we looked dangerous and we restricted them to chances. Whether, like my dad says, it's a poor team, whether, like you say, we made them look poor. I just think it, it was almost a perfect game in the sense that we looked dangerous, they didn't. Yeah, we, we nullified them. Look, their midfield is not the best. The, mid, the centre midfield is not the best, not the most creative, similar to us. I think it's like uh, Norgard, Yenel and, and one other. They were, you know, they're, they're OK, but um, Brentford will improve in that position, the centre midfield position. So the the service to, to Tony, as you said, the first 10 minutes, we saw him touch the ball a few times. After that, he was just not in the game at all. And that's that's what we had to do. If we, if we, if, if we nullified... Tony, if we nullified that danger, then we'd be okay. And Mbuemo was good. Mbuemo, the, the, the relatively short, powerful guy. Um, but he hasn't scored this season. I don't think he scored for Brentford. And he's, he's a quality strike. He's going through what Kane's going through. He just needs to go um, for Brentford. So, fortunately, um, we were coming up against a relative... Tony was... We, 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 um, we set up really well against Tony. And Mbuemo, he hasn't got most, uh, the greatest confidence right now, as I said, about a go. So... Yeah, um, it, it suited us in many ways, but we've seen it against Everton Leeds too. The back three is really well organised. Against Everton, mm. we created, we um, 
I can't remember another chance other than the penalty, really. The Lloris penalty no. that he gave away, well, it wasn't a penalty in the end. It got overturned. Mm. That was when Richarlison got through. Uh, and that's when Dyer was poor in that Everton game. Davis and Romero, they know how to play in three. Obviously, Romero got Serial Defender of the Year. Davis has played uh, in a three for the last six years at Wales. And Davis looks fantastic in a three. Mm. In that Everton game, in the next game against Leeds, Dyer learned as well. He learned pretty fast how to get into a back three. Uh, and, and we saw Davis, Dyer and... Well, it was Tanganga, wasn't it? Because Romero was injured. Mm. Um, and then Sanchez came on. So the line, if you watch the line, if you watch the game back, the line is very, very good. And we conceded very little against Leeds. They were the better team in terms of in the box. They were, they they had to have, it was long shots. They had a lot of shots, but it was all long shots, pretty much. If you've got you know, the foreshore charts, a couple of the other charts, it was all long shots. And um, so the defence in the box is performing really well. The structure looks there already. It's something we should have gone with with Nuno. It was it was a yeah. given to me when we had Nuno in the summer, regardless of whether he'd done well or not. He had to go free at the back. He played, you know, the three successful yeah. years he had at Wolves. You know, he went free at the back with us. It was a four all the time. This team was always suited to free at the back, and we're we're seeing that we're seeing that already. I, when I said free at the back, I didn't think Davis would be no. the, the guy that you'd get first team football out of. Out of, but it makes sense. It certainly makes sense because he's played in a free for the past six years. He's been fantastic, Davis. He really has been one of our top performers over the last four games since Conte has been there. I mean, who, who would have put their money on that, saying that like a month in with Conte? Like, no way, no way. But um, no, he's performing really well. He's getting some good performances off uh, average, play, average players that have been average for the past year and a half, I'd say. Mm. Winks as well. I think Winks might come good. He's, he's certainly more on the front foot as well, Winks. He, you know, made a little error towards the end of the game. We all saw it. Um, but he messed about with it just outside his box. But in a way, that's not a good thing, I, uh, I suppose. But he is, he is looking to attack. He is looking to be in the yeah. front. And he's been so well, negative yeah. in the past. Well, I can see a change in our players. I can see a change in our players already. Yeah, well, that Carabao Cup final, he got the ball from Dio, I think, Winks, with about 10 yards circle around him and he went backwards so at least he's trying to go forward and trying to make something happen but um yeah just on the cane thing uh bob spur here makes me laugh how some people think we're too good for one of the world's best strikers same team which consists of alley winks etc and yet it's all guns for kane he'll get 20 plus goals he's already got quite a few isn't he if you include um uh the the uh conference league so in terms of 20 plus goals for the season, he's probably not, you know, 15 goals in the league will probably take him up. Well, we'll take him over uh, 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 that. But yeah, uh, I, I, I think he's got a manager now who know that to to get the best out of Kane, you need to attack. Whereas Nuno, for some reason, just decided to play negative, 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 the constant way. And it just it, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to realise that if uh, you're playing negative football, your strikers probably aren't going to get much of the ball. Um, yeah. But, I yeah. Mean, uh, are we is it thirteen games now? Are we, what are we on thirteen games now? I think fourteen. So. Fourteen in the league, I think. Oh no, we're on thirteen. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've got twenty six games. Um, we've got um, yeah, we've got no twenty five games. Until the end of the season, how many can Kane get from 25 games? Easily yeah. 20. We know that he yeah. can get 20 Premier League goals from 25 games. No trouble. And then, as you say, you got you got well, we got at least one game in the Conference League. It's mm. looking tricky for us to qualify for that. So we may not have 
we may not have, have any more conference league games. Well, I, I, hopefully, hope, yeah. hopefully, Vance, because they've won the group, will focus on the French We've got best of the best. We've got in January as well. So you yeah. could have a hell of a lot of games. And, 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 and at, 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 home, yeah. at home in the Carabao quarterfinal, I'd back us to beat West Ham at home. If it was yes. at Upton Park or, or London Stadium, whatever it's called now. That's, that's a big game. game. You know, that's a yeah. huge, huge, huge game. game. Really is. Yeah. Because um, we've beaten some Premier League teams to get there. And that's that's always mm. the main thing for me. It's about the timeline of getting to the final, not just about getting to the final. Like last season, we got to the Carabao Cup final, we beat Stoke and Brentford in the quarterfinals and semifinals. Are we really going to set, celebrate that? I know we'd had Man City in the final, it would have been a good win, but it's not a cup run, is it? As such. No. But well, this is Premier League, out, Premier, League, Premier League now rivals, big rivals, West Ham. It'll be a great, it'll be a good if we beat, if we win the Carabao Cup, there'll be prestige to it because the teams we beat mm. along the way. It's a big game. I, yeah. well, I think he'll be looking to win it because City are out, United are out. You've obviously got Chelsea, you've got Liverpool, uh, West Ham aren't going to be easy. But do you think he'll go strong? Do you think he'll go first team? I, I, I think he'll be. I think he'll be looking to win that. So I think he'll be going as strong as he possibly can. And yeah, um, yeah. Moving on to the defence. I mean, you mentioned the defence earlier. Romero, according to reports, out until twenty twenty two. When in twenty twenty two? Not quite sure. Is Sanchez the answer? Obviously, Dyer and uh, Davies look like mainstays now. And and I, I'm pleased for Davies. I, I think. So, Someone like Conte would love a Davies because I think, regardless of how good he is, in terms of you give him an instruction, he'll try his best to do it. I think you can trust Davies to, to try and carry out what you want to do. And he, he he won't complain. You can play Davies wherever and he wouldn't complain. And it's just unfortunate for him yesterday that the goal wasn't credited to him. It was no goal. But um, Sanchez, I mean, you talked about Kane polarising. Oh, Sanchez is a different level. I mean, that. Sanchez is going to be remembered really for anything he does good. He's going to be remembered for falling flat on his face when Gundogan went through and scored the, the fourth goal or whatever goal it was. But I really like Sanchez. He's got pace, he's got power, but he does do some stupid things. When he injured his collarbone yesterday, he wasn't even looking at the ball. He had his back to the ball. Uh, I, I've, I've mentioned on here time and time again, he lets the ball bounce over his head, which you learn that when you're six years old as a defender. Do not let the ball bounce over your head. Uh, but yeah, someone said on your 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 stream yesterday, I can't remember who, apologies for that. Um, give him a run of games. Give him a run of games. It might have been Colin. Uh, give him some run of games. But what, who, who replaces Romero for you? I mean, we haven't got a huge amount of uh, options. It's kind of a Tanganga or Sanchez. And, and yeah, I mean, how do you think Sanchez options. did got, yesterday? And who would got three options. You? you have got three. Rodon as well. People forget about oh, Rodon. Yeah, I forget about him. He's useless Probably, for me. Yeah. He's pretty much useless <laughs> for me. But do you know what? He can play in a free. For the same the same way Ben Davis can for Wales, Rodon was in that three too. Plus, so plus if Davies is in a three, he's got that kind of connection, communication with Davies. My only Davies. issue would be, I'm not sure Dyer's that quick either. Davies certainly isn't. Rodon certainly isn't. Sanchez and Tanganga are only the real quick ones. So I think one of them has to be in. Hundred percent, I'd put Tanganga in there. One hundred percent, but I don't think Conte will, will feel like that. I think Conte. Um, we've never seen Tanganga at centre-back, his best position, let alone in a free. He's always played right-back for us. Mm. He came in as a right, even though he's a centre-back, because we had a lot of injuries at right-back. I think for the, uh, for the for, I think his debut was against Liverpool or something. We had major 
coming at right back was magnificent. And he's really played there ever since. Um, so he's getting used to things. And I don't, I think Conte wants, he's a sort of manager that wants players that are ready now. He's not going to look to develop mm-hmm. youth too much. He will go with young players, but they need to, they need to have, they need to be well-rounded already, well-shaped. He doesn't like to do too much work, especially if you're trying to get into the top four. If you're trying to get into the top four, then, um, yeah, Tanganga, I suppose, is a risk. Rodon would be an easier option. He's the one I'd go with now. I've dissed Rodon so much on my channel. <laughs> so much because I just don't think he's good enough. I think he's bright and level. But with with uh, with the injuries we've got and with this, the centre-back options we've got, I'll, I'll take Rodon over Sanchez because I just... Sanchez, for me... His positioning is just not getting better. It's the same thing again and again. We we, we didn't we got away with it last night because we didn't concede a goal. But I'm, I think I might be able to. I think I might. I like to dissect games. I might be able to watch the game in full. You only get the highlights. With defenses, you have to watch the whole game in full. It's not about highlight. They're not going to score goals. They're not going to get assists. You need to watch the whole game. And when we were watching last night, we were talking all the time. We we're having a laugh. But time and time again, you can see Sanchez. He just didn't know where his man was. Again and again and again, he had no idea. It's like the ball comes over his head. Uh, as soon as the ball goes in the air, he's just guessing. He looks up and he looks at the defender to see where he is. Never looks at the ball. He's just, he's all over the place, all over the place. He, he's never on his marker. He's just, um, yeah, he's, 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 I, I keep thinking he's going to get better. I said in the summer, I think Lacelso and Sanchez could come good. They're the ones that could come good. How I was wrong. How I was wrong. never. <laughs> But then I, I thought Nuno would play a three. I thought if anything suits Sanchez, you'd think it's this system. Um, or we're going to come up against much better attacks, much more confident attacks. And that's when I wor- worry. Look, fell flat on his face against Man City. The second half of last season, I started streaming for the first time and time and time and time again. There was at least one or two errors in the game. If you're a defender or a goalkeeper, you are rated on how few mistakes you made make in a game that's how you are rated not by how many goals not by how many assists not how many by how many great challenges you are rated by how few mistakes you make and clean sheets um and he makes so so many errors it's, it's, it's just getting ridiculous uh even with Ramiro injured I'd put Rodon in now um I would put Tang- I don't think he's going to go with Tanganga I would go with him but if not I'd go Rodon I think Sanchez at the back of the line he's honestly he's at the back of the line for me he really is yeah I mean in his defence, what I will say under Nuno and under Jose, if you're constantly defensive, you're essentially inviting teams onto you, and that that pressure will eventually tell. If if you know, a goalkeeper, if you, unless you're David De Gea against um, Arsenal or Tim Krul against Newcastle against us, if you have thirty shots at you, one of them is going to go in because that constant pressure will just tell. Um, but yeah, Bob Spur here. Uh, Rodon is out of favour. Tanganga seems to be learning. If Sanchez plays, he has to play on the right-hand side. So just on that, I was thinking about that this morning. That that first half, he was the centre uh, defender. I think the centre defender generally is the, the, the leader, and he's not a leader. He's not a leader. No. No. The second half, the second half, it looked like he switched to the right-hand side because he was, he was, whenever you saw Romero, you saw Sanchez. So I think he switched... Um, Dyer into the middle and Dyer became the leader. And Sanchez, for me, in the second half, I can't remember any mistakes that he made. So I agree with Bob on that one. He has to play on the right 
or left, he's not left-footed, so right-hand side, and let someone else be the leader, and that leader d- dictates the, the 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 line that you make. Obviously, yeah. we want Romero in there, but that seems to be out of the question for at least a month. Uh, and then just a question, most improved player under Conte, is that Davies? Uh, Wayne's uh, uh, chipped in with, uh, I like Davies under Conte, he fits in well with that back three, it still pushes up. Conte is already improving him as well as Winks. We've already mentioned Winks, uh, looking to go forward now rather than sitting back but Davies looks like a different player Reguilon for me would be another improving yeah, player that's the one um, I was thinking of yeah, um, so yeah uh, Davies not for you but Reguilon for you or, or, or is Davies I think they've both been great I think they've both been great um, that, that left hand side that left hand side is working with Son on that left hand side as well if that develops then that could be something special Reggie yesterday was absolutely mm. magnificent magnificent as we were saying, it's not just the runs. It's not just the run for the goal. It's the constant running, constantly making these runs because you've, you've got to have something less, left in the tank. You've got to make sure you've got something left in the tank. And he's he's obviously got incredible fitness levels where he's prepared to, to, to smash it up that left-hand side time and time again. Even defensively, he's improving. He's, he's improving defensively. So that whole left-hand side looks a lot stronger yeah. already. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and we said in the summer, you asked Bob, you asked a lot of the guys yourself, Davies complained of free at the back because his, his pace has gone now. His left back was getting done time and time again last year um, against wingers. He's, you know, he's, you know, you can worry, you don't need to worry about your pace at left back. You can slot in left centre back uh, like he did for Wales. He's doing a terrific job there. He's, he's yeah, no, those two are the ones for me. Uh, and Winks maybe in the, as we get going, he might improve a lot. I think he will under Conte, but he's not really he's not really starting games as such, is he? So that left hand side looks looks a lot stronger. Yeah. Now the only issue with Winks, I'd say, is when he's coming to start getting your your, your your conference leagues, he should be able to run midfields in, in against those teams. Hasn't at all. Um, so there's a lot more work, a lot more work um, for um, Winks. Uh, Wayne has said. Uh, Last night's game was the best I've seen Reggie play. Another one, Conte is improving greatly. We finally getting to see the best of him. It was mentioned yesterday. I think you mentioned if he does play well, Real Madrid will have him back. And I think Josh said that's gone. That 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 has gone. You gotta be. I love Josh. I love Josh. But you gotta be careful with Josh because some of the stats he throws out there are not exactly correct. They obviously sometimes yeah. they're misleading on stream. But he's brilliant. He is brilliant, Josh. And. Um, but I'm not sure. I heard it was two. I heard it was when he signed the contract. Yeah. I think the majority said they can. They've got like three or four windows to trigger that buyback fee, which is like forty million pounds. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Go, going on to Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Man of the match was Skip on the TV. I thought it was Reggie, but uh, like you said, uh, Brighton's uh, Brighton. Uh, Oh, I can't speak now. I'll put my teeth back in. Uh, Skip got man of the match. I'm assuming because uh, Brentford's midfield was non-existent. That was largely to do with Skip. But obviously the, the forward players, the players who score, the players assist, they're the kind of ones who get the headlines. Uh, either, kind of either or for me, Skip or Reggie. But I would have said Reggie just because he's greatly improved. And yeah, it would have been easy for him to have a shot on that, on that second goal because he would have been perfectly within his rights to have a shot there. But he, he put it on a plate to make sure the game was won. Um, but yeah, man, a match for you, Skip or, or, or Reggie? 
Yeah, it has to be Reggie. It has to be Reggie. You're very divisive on those two, but it doesn't matter. Those two were no. the best players. They two, they were the best players. I thought in the first 20 minutes, Hoiberg was very good. Hoiberg was very, very good. We were, we didn't get a great deal of uh, attacking moves going as such. Or Hoiberg was uh, breaking up attacks like he always does. I saw him make two or three interceptions in the first 10 minutes. One, two or three, uh, made two or three challenges in the first 10 minutes. Then after, I'd say halfway through the first half, Skip took over. He run that centre midfield. Second half, he was absolutely terrific. Playing through balls as well. I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm so excited about Oliver Skip. I think he's going mm. to Qatar 2022. I really I, I really do feel that. And it's, it'll be good for Spurs because we don't have many England players. <laughs> we used to be half Spurs players. The amount of Spurs players we had in there. Well, I, mean, I mean, the next World Cup, you don't want too many because it's right slap bang in the middle of the season. Um, yeah, so you don't true. want too many. Um I think I think the World Cup will affect a lot of teams in terms of relegation, promotion, Champions League qualification, e even winning things like Champions League. Because I think players will come back injured. Certainly, players are, are likely to come back absolutely shattered come April, where they've played for pretty much all day, all day, all month, all year. Uh, how you doing, Brian? I'll send him uh, a link. Yeah, if you I'll send him the link. Uh, I have got to be off by 11 here because I'm going Christmas shopping. So um, <laughs> we can't go on for the hour and a half. Um, he's right. Dave will get it in. Dave will just needs 30 seconds. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, a, a little question. Uh, we've got Norwich now. We'll move on to Norwich. Uh, I'm actually going to that. It's my first game since the Chelsea humiliation game. Yeah. Uh, but for me, this, uh, this question is a yes. Does he play the same team as the Brentford game? For me... Yes, just get confidence going throughout the team, get a consistency going throughout the team. Um, yeah, and and yeah, uh, what would you pick for the team? Same team, or would you slightly, would you take Sanchez out, like you say, put Rodon in, or would you leave it as is? Yeah, I would, yeah, I think I'd do that. I think I'd, I, I, would, I would put Tanganga in. I would put Tanganga in, but I think. Conte might be looking at it in a different way because Tanganga did struggle a bit against Leeds and he, he, he was fit and he came off. He came off. So maybe Conte... Well, he'll probably go. He'll probably go Sanchez again. But I guarantee Conte, being a defensive manager, would have saw the balls that were going in behind and saw Sanchez just in no man's yeah. land time and time again. We did pay for it. We did pay mm -hmm. for it because, you know, they're not, they're, not, they're not the strongest up top. We will pay for it against bigger teams. Uh, oh, against Liverpool, you could play anybody in that. And the way they're playing at the moment, we could be on the end of a hammer. And I'm so glad I'm not going to that game. Someone course, else is going to that one. Um, but yeah, I, I think he'll play the same, te same team as in personnel. But I think, like Bob Spur mentioned, uh, I think Sanchez will be on the right of that three, Dyer in the, in the middle. I don't, think he'll, I don't think he can trust Sanchez as the leader of that defence in the middle. So I think he'll shift him out to, to the right-hand side and then see if uh, Dave, uh, Dyer can be the... One to trust. Uh, did you send Brian the link? Uh, I can't get it because it's on my Twitter. Whenever I click on it, it bloody goes straight into the. Okay. Straight uh, into give me a sec, the... Brian. I'll send it over. Uh, but yeah, um, let's get another question going as well. And then at Norwich, uh, do we attack from the off? I mean, Norwich uh, just. They've got a new manager, so you get the new manager bounce. So it's possible. That, you know, Dean Smith, new manager bounce, will be a different team than they were, not as uh, lacking in confidence. Uh, but we've got to attack them from the off. They're still second bottom. So they're still second bottom, I think. Yeah, second bottom. 
So you've got to attack them from the off and see what they're made of. They're still going to be lacking confidence. So you've got to, you, you can't just let them get uh, uh, comfortable in the game. But yeah, what would be your message if you were a Conte for the Norwich game? Because he looked like I thought he had this team really fired up against Brentford. The amount of times this season, certainly under Nuno, it's been so lethargic and, and look like they don't care. It, they look really fired up and that translated all the way to the end with Hoiberg and Skip. and well, Not son, he went off, but Hoiberg and Skip at the 90 minutes, still having defenders chasing down and, and defending like their lives depending on it. So, yeah, what would be your message um, if you were Conte to the players or just same again, boys? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, on the front foot, I reckon Conte had a bit of go, uh, a go at them at halftime. Because we sort of uh, we took our uh, foot off the pedal a little bit towards the end of the yeah. first half. And we used to do that under no, uh, Nuno and Jose. We take the one goal lead and then we sit back, sit back, sit back, Mr. Daigle, Mr. Daigle. And uh, right so, so, yeah, we've got to be on the front foot. We have to be on the front foot look like we were yesterday. Um, yeah, as I said, even at half time when we were 1 0 up, I reckon Conte got into him a bit. Because uh, yeah. the, the last 10, 15 minutes, we were a little bit, as I said, we. Uh, we went back on ourselves a little bit. And if you saw the start of the second half, the first 15 minutes of the second half, we were back on it, back on yeah. it 100%, dominating the, dominating the game. I think he's, get, he's definitely getting his philosophy into the players, yeah. individually. Well, that's what we need. That's what team. we need. That's what we need. Like, under Nuno, it's almost like we went in at half-time went, come on, come on, guys. <laughs> you need... More it was just hope, it was just hope it. As soon as we took the one 0 lead yeah. under Jose and especially Nuno, that was it. Sit back and just hope yeah. that the opposition don't concede. It was so pragmatic uh, when, when we conceded. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, yeah, yeah, we need to we need to be on the front foot. You know, the be best form of uh, attack is uh, the defense's attack. Uh, Absolutely, we've seen yeah. that time and time again in, in all yeah. football. Liverpool yeah. when they go one 0 up, just carry on. They, oh, yeah. They, yeah. Just, yeah. they go even further forward when they're up. When they're when they're winning, which is crazy, uh, well, they're scary at the, the moment. Same. We should do the same. We've got the I'm, players. Uh, I'm glad I'm not going to the game to watch that one. That could be worse than the Chelsea one. Um, yeah, <laughs> Brian. Be, uh, yeah. Brian, how you doing? Welcome yeah. on. Uh, <clears throat> uh, good morning to you too. First of all, uh, I've got. I'm going to the doctor. Today. I've got to have an X-ray to see if. Ben and all you people in London, Ben, Simeon and all of you have put some kind of electric chip to wake me up at stupid o'clock in the morning to, to, to come on <laughs> What street. is the time there, man? Wait, what is the time? Oh. 10, to, 10 to 6, but I was on a, I was on Wall Stewart stream till half past 2 in the morning. <laughs> so I've you do sound had, tired, to be fair. I've literally fair. had three up. For some unknown reason, I wake up at 10 to 5 every single morning now. It seems to be me. God knows why, but hey-ho. Um, second of all, Second of all, Chris, what are you buying me? Christmas shopping? Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I'll, I'll buy you a, a dartboard. I'll stick Levy's face in it for you. <laughs> Do you know what? See, <laughs> see you. And all I will say is what a refreshing, beautiful, outstanding, or not, I wouldn't say it goes for outstanding, what a night and day performance yeah. from the previous match to, uh, to yesterday. It was a really enjoyable watch. And you could really, really see that Conte started to get his stamp of uh, his values and his philosophy on that team. So I'm, I'm delighted. 
Who was your man on the match? We've, we've uh, already discussed it. Uh, uh, yeah, Skip got it. Uh, me and Tommy had a, a different opinion. Uh, not saying Skip played badly, but uh, we thought someone else was better. Uh, who was man of the match for you? So I actually thought it was someone else, and it's actually going to blow your mind. I'm, I gave it to Ben Davies. Hmm. Okay, Joe, yeah. Joe, Joe, the way I, the way I valued it is him being at the left of the three, as we know that he does for Wales. He he seemed very very assured for three games. He's been there in the in the league. Two games we've kept clean sheets. He's allowing Regulon to to do what he's doing. So basically, when we did it with Wills yesterday, I was so adamant that it was him. I gave him an eight point five, and I gave Reggie and Son and Skip an eight point four nine, just because I was adamant <laughs> that I had that I had to make Ben Davies. Uh, but it's yeah, what for. There's two words I used in my in my review yesterday. One is trust. They seem to have mm-hmm. trust in each other again. You can see Regulon's bombing forward because there's a trust in that defence. I, I think Conte can trust, feels he can trust Ben Davies as well. Exactly. And Dyer and Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Sanchez had a good game. Um, and the respect. The respect is back at Spurs. They know the man in charge isn't like the ninth choice. They know he isn't here for mm-hmm. for just trying to do stuff. He's here to to win. And those two words, I think, are vital. And the big main differences in the uh, in the performance yesterday. Yeah, you said Sanchez there. I, 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 Tommy was mentioning earlier. He's he'd, he'd um, drop him. Uh, I, I thought first half he, he made his. Uh, you know, traditional mistakes. Second half, uh, like Bob mentioned, when he moved uh, moved over to the right-hand side of that three, he looked far, far more assured. So for me, Novich, I'll be playing the same team, but just put Dyer in the middle and Sanchez on the right. Uh, yeah. What do you think of Sanchez overall? I, I, I know you were saying uh, praising him quite rightly so in the first three games of the season when he was uh, not conceding a goal. Obviously, since then, it's uh, yep. a bit downhill and the mistakes have crept in again. Uh, I really like Sanchez. Got pace. He's got power. He, he's got everything you need to be a proper, proper good defender. But for whatever reason, he just keeps making mistakes. Um, he hasn't got a brain. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I, I thought second half he was superb when he moved over to that right, and and the responsibility of leading that defence seemed to like not be with him. Yeah, I think maybe he can't handle that that responsibility in in in, in a Tottenham team, and it needs to be. Obviously, Romero, but that's not going to be the case for a little while. Uh, but Dyer yesterday, who moved into the centre. But, yeah, uh, what do you think of uh, Sanchez so, overall? And, and, and do you think he'll massively improve under Conte and those mistakes will be eradicated? So, so one thing I will say, because I can see he's in the chat, just have a quick two minutes. Uh, Bob Spur, I hope you're OK, brother. I love you to pieces. Um, and just to give everyone a quick update on Bob, because obviously we know he's... Uh, He's not on streams at the moment for, for very, very, very valid reasons. Um, he wants to, because I've, I've been speaking to him like four or five times a day, even if it's just messages. Um, he is blown away by the love and support that he's got and his family are, are truly humbled by the, the uh, donations and messages he's receiving. So him and his family are, are truly humbled. Um, it's a very hard time for him and his family right now, but you can see he's in the chat everywhere because he wants to keep his mind occupied and he wants to still be, even with what he's dealing with, this man still manages to lend his support to everyone. And this is a guy that's at the moment going through a, a hell of a lot. Um, so uh, everyone just thank you for their, their support. And their, their re- he's, I think last time I checked, he was at 1,700 for his um, 
or just over for go for his GoFundMe. So from him, thank you everyone for the support. Um, and like I said, Bob, I love you. And as you can see, I'm up at stupid o'clock. So if you ever if you need to call me at any point, call me. Um, but yeah, Sanchez. So do you know what Sanchez? Let, let's get this one thing straight. Is he's not the most aesthetically pleasing uh, defender. He can he he he, he can be. But you know what? As I was growing up, and uh, I think I'm a little bit older than both of you, um, the, a job of a defender wasn't to play beautiful football and to, mm. and to always. It was to stop goals going in, and just nail people like like an ice hockey, not as as vicious, but you know what I mean. Just at all cost, don't concede. That that's the old school. And yeah, he's not aesthetically pleasing. He's not. But yesterday, I think he was totally on to, to stop Ivan Tony, which he did. Mm. Ivan Tony in the duels, he might have come out uh, on top and came out with the ball. Winter. But what he was doing is biding time for players to get back or skip and Hoiberg to get into position. So you can't underestimate what he's done. And the most important thing you've got to look at as well now is with this run of games in December, it's game management. Conte has sat there and said, right, for December, I want this 11 to start this game, this 11 to start this game, because he's got to balance the squad. And we all know we don't have the greatest of uh, strength in depth. So I think all of them will be coming in for bit parts. I wouldn't be surprised because I think Royale came off with a little niggle. Uh, I don't know if there's been any reports this morning. Uh, no. That may be just uh, rumours. But no, I wouldn't I be surprised. That was t- tactical watching the game, but you, you can be right. Uh, that, that, I mean, I literally... Um, I, I literally thought um, that Bergwijn could be there against Norwich just to, because he's got to just rotate this squad and manage it correctly. So, do you know what? If Sanchez, if if Conte thinks Sanchez can do a job, fair play. And the thing is, if Con, if Sanchez a forty-yard ball doesn't go right, or if he falls over, are oh, you donkey? Are oh, you idiot? Are oh, you? That players can fall over. Players do make mistakes. And he, like I said, he may not be, he's by far definitely not the most aesthetically pleasing guy. There's definitely no doubt about it. But yesterday, he came on, he did a job, we got a clean sheet, and like I said, he stopped Ivan Tony uh, yeah. and kept him quiet. So so that's why I, I've been giving him a lot of props. Like, like I said, he, he's, either, he's either very, very good or he's very, very shit. There is no middle ground with him. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'll, I'll be honest with Sanchez. <laughs> As I said, I don't really focus on attacks and I don't really focus on the midfield. I always focus on defence. Yep. And I know for a fact, when I dissect this game, there were 10 balls over his head that he was nowhere near. And look, most people won't, won't look at that. And you, you look at the visual side of it, you know, how many tackles he makes, how many headers. And do you know what? He was good against Tony. When he was in that one-on-one situation, yep. he was, no, he was very good. Um, but with him and Dyer, against the weaker teams, they look good. Um, and Brentford were weak, Leeds a week. Uh, I think once we get um, once we get the, the tougher opposition, I mean, he was absolutely shocking against Murrah. Absolutely shocking. Him and Deli Alley. You, you yeah. say that. You know, one of the best positives coming out of last night was the fact that Deli Alley wasn't put on. Hopefully oh, yeah. No, well, yeah. Are we, are we t- talking about the Conference League, we've got a question from uh, Jay Ashraf. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, should we bow out of the Conference League just so Conte can concentrate on the training and maintain consistency in the league games? I don't think Conte thinks like that. Conte thinks this is a competition. I win competitions. And if you want a winning mentality, I think, if you want a winning mentality, you can't be picking and choosing which um, competitions you uh, go out of. So I, I think... I, 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 it's not I, about I, hands I, now, I, though, I, isn't it? 
It's yeah. out of our hands. It's not even. Well, it's, it's, it's not. If we beat Wren, we're through. We obviously have to play a. a, a oh, a if we definitely game. beat them, that's not going to be easy. That's not no, going to be easy. But, but Conte will not want to go out of any competition. He'll want to be winning all competitions that he's in. So I, I, I think, and, and then for a winning mentality, if you're like, yeah, okay, we're out of that, we're concentrating on something else. I don't, I don't think that's uh, how Conte will see a winning mentality work. So for me, uh, 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 Jay, uh, no, for me. So, so do you know what? For me, I'm kind of like with you, Chris. And it's not that Conte will just want that bit winning mentality. And and all I want is for us to win a trophy. I've, I, I've supported Spurs for 42 years, or I'm 42 years old and a baby. So, watching them for, let's say, 37. So, um, and I was too young to obviously remember the 81, 82, 84. Um, I've seen us win three trophies in 42 years. Three trophies in 42 years. I've seen teams like Man U win that in a season. Um, <laughs> to, to put that into perspective, obviously that team was far superior, obviously. But I believe, like Jose Mourinho, get that first trophy over the line. And then hopefully that will then build confidence and show that we're winning. So, listen, it's, if I had the choice in, in cups, it would be FA, Carabao, this. But... We, we need to get a trophy and I don't care how much banter we get for winning. I'd rather get the banter for winning it than the banter for going mm. out of it. That's for damn sure. Um, so for, for me, we, we've got to go for it. Yeah. And Tommy, what's your uh, thoughts? I, from the start of the season, I, uh, do you know what? I've, I've, I like the, I like the uh, conference league as it's gone on because it's been tricky. That was the whole point. If it was a test, then it's worth winning. And it has been a test. Ren are a good team. They BSG. They've got some good players. It's going to be really tough, really tough against Ren. And that's, you know, if it's tough, then it looks like it's going to be a good competition to win it. This is just at the group stage. So, um, yeah, it's in, I suppose it's in our hands. But that Ren result to, to win to, to win is going to be tricky. And if we don't, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world because we are lacking depth. We may not need those extra games. Uh, I got a funny feeling. I said it earlier, we're going to, we're really going to get at least into the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup. I think we're going to beat West Ham mm. and we could get into the final. And a lot of people denounce that trophy as well. But it holds prestige because the teams we beat. If we beat, look, it's all Premier League teams. Burnley, Wolves and no mugs. They've been brilliant this season. West Ham, top mm. four. They're in the top four. Semi-finals and final are going to be difficult too. It's a trophy worth winning this season. So it's Conference League because it's the inaugural season as well. Yeah. The inaugural season mentioned- people will remember us. You mentioned top four. I mean, this one will polarise uh, uh, views. Uh, I've got a little stat for this as well. Uh, uh, Ooh, uh, stats. Here we is, go. Is, is the top four on? And, and the reason I say that is because of this picture here, which was yesterday. This is the league table as it stands. Burnley game, we've obviously got a game in hand. Win that and we're in the top four. Norwich, we should be winning that on paper. Obviously, on paper is just on paper. You know, you have to have the right mentality and everything like that. Uh, but yeah. Is the top four on for me? We're banging that race now. We're banging that race. Top top of the league, you know, second, third, uh, probably out of our hands. So out of our reach, sorry. So fourth is the best we can hope for. But yeah, top four for me is definitely on now. Looking at that stat, uh, Tommy. Uh, Man United are the problem. Man United under Rangnick are going to be a different beast. I think. Well, without Oli, but, but win that game in hand with four points clear of them, so we've got a little bit of a cushion. Oh, um, I mean, up until December. Yeah. Uh, going into January, we could definitely be. We talked about we could definitely be in the top four. Certainly, we've got it's in our. If we win every game, we're in the top four. Even if we don't beat Liverpool, you'd imagine the other points around us. 
the other teams are going to drop points as well. So it's definitely on until January. And then if we get depth, who knows? If we get yeah. depth, who knows? Uh, what yeah, we have to beat Norwich. We have to beat Norwich. We can't slip up against them. But Brian, top four, is that is that possibility for you? Yeah, I mean, first of all, big shout out to Bryce, who actually came on to Will Show and made his long-awaited YouTube debut. <laughs> Bryce is a fantastic supporter of all the channels. And and to share the camera, I mean, look, if, if, you, if, you, if you want to see the... Uh, the definition of wonky and when a show goes off the rails, just watch the final hour of Will Stewart's. It's a free-for-all and do you know what? We, it's the most randomest hour of my life. And that's Four hours! Something. Four mate, hours! Mate, mate, like we did last Friday, do you know what? Uh, uh, one, uh, uh, ten to one or something like that, Will said, do you know what? I'm, I'm starting to wrap this up. An hour and 10, 15 minutes later, like, <laughs> and Bryce came on and subs came on, who came on to Persuasion. But it was fantastic to share the mic and share the screen with Bryce. And hopefully now he's he's done that, he'll be a lot more uh, easily, to, uh, a lot um, more confident and everything to come on because it, it was fantastic to have him. It's just he's in Australia, so the, uh, the time obviously is a bit of a shame. But... Um, well, yeah, as as he said, yeah, he was losing his mind. He started doing different avatars on his face, and it, it was just the most random stuff. And good morning, celery agent, someone I love dearly. Um, but top four, do you know what? I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. That realistically, point wise, mathematically, it looks like a clear, clear point. And for me, Conte guarantees us, and I'm saying it just because of where we've taken off from. He guarantees us uh, Europa League minimum, minimum. Now, if this team is not backed. First of all, A, I'll see you in February. But B, if he's not backed, um, then I see us, if if anything, a late surge for fourth. I can see us getting in fourth right near the end. But if that does happen, I expect top four minimum next season. And if he extends his contract with this additional 18 the next year, I expect a serious title challenge, a serious one. If he is backed this window with Conte players, not Parasite players, with Conte players, and I don't mean breaking the bank, I mean the players he wants and has identified, we've got every chance. We've got every chance. But if the squad stays like this or isn't seriously strengthened, then no. But the, what you've got to look at it with this season as well is the top three are done. It's just what order. Mm. It is literally just what order. And at the moment, all the teams below Vine for fourth have been randomly shit at times. And we've just got to be less randomly shit than the others. <laughs> Yeah. A couple of comments, uh, Wayne, here uh, on our previous um, uh, conversation. Trophies, a trophy, part of our beloved club's history, only non-league club to win the FA Cup, as well as uh, being the first team to win it eight times and first British club to win a European trophy. Absolutely. I, I think the reason it's possibly quite tricky, Tommy, the Europa Conference League, is a lot of clubs are wanting to be the first winner of that trophy. Uh, and, and, and Bryce... Uh, I'm thinking fifth. Uh, this is uh, where we're finishing the league. Uh, but with Conte, I do hope, have hope of fourth. And, and that, that, that's what I'm with as well. Uh, last question, because uh, I do have to go out and get my lunch and get Brian his dartboard and his face. And make sure I, dance. I, um, I expect that now. I expect the post <laughs> to come in. Uh, I've already sent you a photo frame. Um, yes, you have. Yes, you have. It. Do um, you know what? It's, yeah. it's actually still in London because I couldn't oh, fit yeah. it in my suitcase. And when I got to the airport, I was four kilos overweight. And I don't know how, like, all I, brought home, all I brought home extra was tea bags and cup of soups. And I don't know how that could possibly four kilos worth. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, uh, I don't really know how to respond to that. Um, last question, yeah. Uh, Norwich, uh, Tommy, predictions? <laughs> predictions, Norwich. Hmm. It looks like we've got everyone's fit again, doesn't it? I mean, Royal came off, but I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Royal anyway. The only problem is we've got Doherty to fill in uh, there. But no, as, as Brian said, actually, Bergwijn, I've been calling out for it for a long... A lot of us have been calling out for it for a long time. If Royal doesn't make it, then chuck Bergwijn in there. Why not? Uh, so, yeah, if, if if Royal is out, then I think that could happen. But we're not... We're not um, producing anything on that right-hand side on the attacking front anyway. Everything's coming on the left. Davis mm. looks fantastic. As a centre-back, we're seeing him yeah, right up. Tanganga right at the death where Kane uh, uh, slotted him through. Uh, but yeah, Royal never got anywhere near uh, that forward. Yeah. I'm not I'm not impressed by Royal. I'm not impressed by Royal, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, mm. But it is difficult because Lucas keeps going to number 10, so he hasn't got that overlap on the right with Lucas, he's, he's never on the right-hand side, is he? So it's tricky in that sense. But no, I think, do you know what Norwich, I think they've won two of their last four games. They've only conceded three goals in four games. New manager, as you say, not going to be easy. Not going to be easy. So um, yeah, that it's, it's going to be, I th it's going to be even closer if we win. 2-1 maybe. Yeah. Maybe 1-0, 2-1. Uh, but I still think we'll win. I, I do think we'll win. Yeah, I mean, on that point there, uh, Bryce said he's still feeling more of an issue. I'm assuming, Bryce, that means because he is drifting in rather than staying wide, like Tommy said there. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Nor Norwich are there for the taking just because of where they are. So, you know, if they can do concede an early goal, their confidence could be shot to pieces. Not shot to pieces, but their confidence could go down a little bit. Whereas if you let them into the game, let them settle into the game, then you're possibly asking for trouble. So I'd like to see us, like we did at Brentford, certainly in that second half, Go out like a bit of a train, see what see what they're made of. The only issue I had with the Brentford game is that their keeper flapped at a couple of crosses. So that should be saying, whoever's putting crosses in, stick it under the keeper's nose, get people around him, because one will drop at your feet. But uh, that'll be something Conte will see, and, and I'm sure Conte will be seeing. If you smell blood in these games, you've got to go and attack them like a shark. But that's why I hope with Norwich and that we attack them from the off. But Brian, uh, uh, predictions for the Norwich game for you? Do you know what? Um, you, you got to think a win. I mean, going into this game today, we were like, "Oh Jesus Christ, here we go!" Is is the game being called up against Burnley a, a curse or a a blessing with the training and lighting? And it was such a significant improvement. Um, you go into this Norwich game now full of confidence because he's mm. had. An, you can see in this game, the key takeaway from this game is he literally has stamped his approval on it. The difference was night and day. I know Mira, there's a lot of players that didn't start that started. Um, but you can definitely see a huge change, especially in the fitness. Um, they look like they're playing with more freedom. The shackles have come off and it's a great building block to to, to start building on. So I've got to uh I've got to say uh three points. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think anything less than that is is a bad result. Um but yeah, um but yeah, I, I'm always positive with Spurs. I always think we'll win. And I think if we can win that game and West Ham, Arsenal, uh, United or whoever can drop points, then that top four is really banging. And, and with Conte, like you say, Brian, the confidence will be flowing. It's two wins out of two. I can't remember the last time we had two wins out of two other than the start of the season, which was, you know, yep. 10, 11 games ago. And even then, even those weren't convincing, were they? I mean, uh, it was, uh, Wolves and, and West Brom were ooh, quite lucky there. 
So I think if we can get three out of three and, and playing quite well against Brentford, I thought, and in parts against Leeds and then play quite well against Norwich, the confidence will be absolutely flowing. And all we, just we, what we need, the cherry on top, is for Kane to get his goal, get his confidence going. Um, but yeah, uh, just a comment here from Bryce again. Seriously thought Brentford would do us 3-0. All our derbies have been horrendous. It was a nice surprise, but I'm still questioning if we played well or they played poor. I think possibly a bit of both, and we played well to make them play poor, which Tommy mentioned earlier. Um, but yeah, the, the three nils, Bryce, were under Nuno, which was a complete chalk and cheese to what we've got now as a manager. Um, but yeah, and yeah, Jay Ashraf, a uh, bit of both uh, as well. Um, but yeah, um, unfortunately, we've reached the end. I do need to go and get Brian's dartboard, and I need to go and get my lunch, Argentinian <laughs> steak, and then do some Christmas shopping. But uh, yeah, great having you on. Apologies, Brian, it wasn't as long as uh, uh, normal, but uh, I hope you can get a bit of sleep. No, well, I mean, we I, do uh, a bonsai quite like quiz, couldn't we? With the dartboard. Oh, God, here, here we go. You give me an idea. That's it. You can't, you can't do any You can't do any quizzes, Tommy, unless they're Spurs questions, unless you want Brian to take Do you know what the worst thing that's entered my head right now? I just thought of Tommy's prize board and Tommy's in one with a picture of this Santini 1963. I need to decorate this back wall. I need to in 10, still not a Spurs question yet. Winner, like, winner, <laughs> winner, winner, winner. if you win the whole, the whole show, you win a whistle or something ridiculous like that. The prizes were so oh, bad. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. You, you where where do you live? Are there any water near you? No, not for miles. Here's a speedboat. Here's a speedboat. And then you just your Bobby's, uh, Bobby's, Tommy's special uh, prize would be, it would be the, 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 uh, the cuddly toy of Larry the Twitterbird. That would be Larry. If anyone special. who wants to be a millionaire and it's like for half a million pounds or something, and it, you know, what is the name of the Twitterbird? You're going to thank me. And KFC. Do you realise who you're talking to? I can get only if it's Tottenham. Could I get to anywhere near a million? Only so, Tommy. When is your next quiz, brother? Because they are wild. I'll have one for Christmas. It has to be. has to be a Christmas one. Oh, I'll try and join that one. I haven't been on one of your quizzes. Yet. And now, oh, Brian is Chris, the lucky you we haven't got any now. hair because it's. <laughs> I, do you know what? What, well, I, what I, mean, I do like about his quizzes is that Brian, it, 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 the you just can't brilliant. keep your emotions down when it's not a first question. But it was Josh <laughs> as well. Yeah, Josh and Nigel were losing their shit last night. I do I, like I, that. It is funny. It does. I, it does entertain me. <laughs> I've been on every one of I've been on every one. I think, but maybe one of Tommy's quizzes. And you know what? It, me and Tommy, people know me and Tommy get on very, very well. We're very close. Um, and we have some great banter. We have some great banter. But yeah, uh, this is. This, I, I I haven't learned poker for two reasons. One, my temper. <laughs> and one, my temper, <laughs> one my temper and I cannot bluff as you can see because I'm like oh for fuck oh, I just can't and, like, oh, well, right, well. and the second reason because of my addictive personality I'd, I'd probably be that'd be like right I've just gambled the house away or something but but yeah Tommy's quiz honestly we I go mainly for the banter it's like if I win it I win it uh, but the banter I have with Tommy is phenomenal yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, uh, Tommy was the first one to invite me on a Spurs channel. So that's why I get all of these great guests on. And, and yeah, so I appreciate you doing that. And yeah, anyone who doesn't know Tommy Talks Ball, it's in the description anyway. But uh, for anyone who doesn't know, give yourself a, a little plug. Uh, where can they find you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. As you can see, Tommy Talks Ball, my Twitter, it's the same as my YouTube. I'm doing a preview tonight. 
But um, before before you go into that, make sure you smash that like and subscribe. It's a difficult time, isn't it? 10 a.m. in the morning. So I'm guessing, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm guessing the majority of the people that watch this will watch on the upload. And a lot of people yeah, watch the preview before the game. So 10 a.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. Sunday. And if you do, make sure you smash that like and subscribe. I mean, Chris, you deserve, I think you was on my channel for the first time, but you 100% deserve the views and, and, and how well you're doing now. It's great to see the regulars follow all the streams. It's brilliant to see the regulars. Time Celery Agent, amazing. Bryce, amazing. Ashraf, amazing. Wayne Bonner, time and time. And you see, you see some new faces as well from time to time, but it's great. This family's great. And the family's not just the streamers. It is 100% the guests yeah. too. Yeah. And uh, yeah. that's amazing. We've seen the support for Bob. And that, that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But if anyone deserves it, the amount of time Bob has put in with other people on other people's channels and chat and everything and outside uh, football, I, 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 I suppose. I haven't known him that long. is is magnificent. Yeah. So um, the well, most yeah. selfless person I know, and I haven't even known him that long. So if anyone deserves yeah. it, to, to be helped out at a difficult time like this, it's, it's certainly Bob. Um, yeah, he's, he's overwhelmed by the support, but, you know, he's just... It comes down to the simple fact that he's just one of the nicest people I think I've ever met. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, nice people get support when they need it, and, and he deserves support. So yeah, if, if you haven't already, go on Bob Spurs' um, uh, Twitter, uh, find all the information there to help him out. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 before we come on to Tottenham on tour, Brian Price has said, remember how happy and good Mourinho looked when he came into the Spurs and then a few months later, how drained and run down he looked? That's how Brian looks now, Tommy, since Tommy's crisis. That's a compliment <laughs> as well. That's a very big compliment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Brian, uh, Tottenham on tour, that's your channel with uh, Brian. I, I was uh, really fortunate enough to be invited on uh, about a month ago now. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, really good guys. Uh, Brian, you're on here. Uh, most of the time, um, yep. but yeah, Brian Island, really nice guy as well. Uh, Tottenham Tour, it's in the description, it'll be in the description, it's not yet, um, because I wasn't, I didn't know you were coming on, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, where, where can people find it? So, so yeah, uh, just first of all, I just want to very quickly mention what, what on top of what Tommy said. Bob, believe me, I, I, I'm lucky enough to have met him in person and spent a lot of time with him whilst in England, and, and you see what he's like on screen. Well, that's not even a patch compared to what he's like in real life, honestly. Anyone who knows, especially Bryce, who was the original piss off, uh, piss off Bryce. That that is where because of that man, because of that man, piss off has become a, a term of endearment. Like if you don't get a piss off from Bob, you're like, what the fuck have I done wrong to you? You pissed off with me. Um, it really. Um, he is one of the nicest men to walk under God's hot sun. He is a very very special person to me and everyone else. But he's. He's incredible. Like, like Tom said, it, it's the community that we've created and it's not just the YouTubers. It is all about the people in the chat as well. So that's enough about about that apart from Bob. Just like I said, Bob's incredible. I love him to pieces and, and my world is a better place for having him in it. Um, so Tottenham on tour. Um, we, we are growing and we're getting close to the 800 number, um, which is fantastic. We're doing a two Brian's tonight with um, the Irish Hotspur and Jack Nicky. So that is going to be entertaining. We are trying to get Tommy on. We haven't got Tommy on yet, so we are trying everything yeah, to, to try, try and get Tommy on. Um, we will sort this out. But one of the things I do want to mention is we are really, really, we're, we're on the push for 800, but we're really, this is a big plug now, we're really on the push for 1,000. And not just because monetization and, and membership and all that and what we can earn. As Tommy will vouch for, and Tommy was a big part of it, Brian Island and I did a, a fantastic show called May the 4th 
about mental health and we had a mental health specialist on it. We had Tommy, we had Daniel Wynn, the, the, the voice of Spurs TV, who's a, a friend of mine. But we also had Kenny Ken, who deputised for the, the late great Claude, who was meant to come on. And we're doing another, another huge, huge one in January. And Sean's coming back. If Tommy wants to come back, he's more than welcome. Or anyone struggling with mental health. We've also been affiliated with a Facebook group. And one of their one of their uh, members is actually a co-founder and CEO of a charity called uh, Sport Against Suicide. And she's been with the Derby County team and even speaking to Wayne Rooney this week and about the whole team. She's big in mental health, so she's coming on. But what we've said that we're going to do for the um, mental health shows, if we can get past this thousand, every single super chat we get, we're donating to a mental health charity here in Canada and back home in the UK. So it is vital for us, not for the the greatness and we can start earning and whatever, this is so we can help people. So please, please, even if you just subscribe and don't want to listen to the content or whatever, please just help us get to a thousand so we can make some kind of uh, impact or donation to a, a cause that is very, very close to a lot of people's hearts and a very, very big talking point right now. So yeah, Tottenham on tour. Yeah, excellent. And yeah, mental health is a, a huge issue, not just in sport, but in, in life and, and in sport, it seems to be kind of not been forgotten, but kind of uh, doesn't get the credit that it deserves and the attention that it deserves. So yeah, um, make sure you follow those uh, those two guys. Hit like, hit subscribe here, then go onto the description. Go Tommy Talks Ball. Hit subscribe on there. Go and watch uh, old videos and and uh, hit the notification bell as well so you get the new videos. Then go on Tottenham Tour. Like Brian says, just subscribe even if you don't watch it. But trust me, watch it as well. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'll, I'll be back uh, Monday, uh, hopefully celebrating another win, hopefully celebrating another win. I didn't do one on Monday just because there wasn't a game. I wasn't feeling too great. But yeah, well, easy uh, as I think, honestly, boys, I don't think it's yeah. going to be as easy as you think. I don't think well, it won't be easy. It won't be easy. But yeah, hopefully we get the win and can get three out of three, nine points out of nine. And yeah, can be looking positive going to the crisp break again and hopefully knowing that, you know, with the window opening, we will get players in, but we'll save that for another day. But yeah, until Monday, come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. No. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!